Hi, I'm Emily Salaby, founder of Juno Jones, the stylish safety boot company, and your host on the Hazard Girls podcast here on Jacket Media. I'm so honored to host this show where I get to chat with Hazard Girls about their careers. Hazard Girls is an online community for women working in traditionally male-dominated fields. On our show, you'll get to hear from these amazing women about the path that led them to their current careers, challenges they've overcome, advice for other women in entering these industries, and more. Today, we are welcoming back Jessica Scanlon to the show. Jess is a geological engineer and the owner of Mine Life Media. She has her geological engineering degree from Montana Tech, where she also earned a minor in geophysics. She was on the mining team as an undergrad and went on to become an underground mine tour guide for the World Museum of Mining. And then she became a grade control geologist working in the mines for a large platinum mining company in Montana. She was on the Hazard Girls podcast back in November of 2020 when she joined us as part of our interview with her all women geologist crew there at that company. One of our top episodes of all time, by the way, Jess, I don't know if I told you that. <laughs> Love it. Um, <laughs> and now she is back and she has a new venture. She is the founder of the owner of Mind Life Media. And we want to hear all about it, Jess, and also learn what you've been up to for the past three years, which is insane to me. Is that possible? Three years? I know. I, but it seems like it doesn't seem like that long ago. That's crazy. I know. But if you think about it, it does <laughs> at the same time. Right? A little bit. COVID was a little long ongoing for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, this is such a treat to have you back. Welcome back to the Hazard Girls podcast. Thank you so much for having me on again. I'm excited. You know, I, if you don't know, it's okay, but I just would love to get a little update on how everyone is doing from the other episode. We had Rachel Toller, Alicia Randall, and Christina Lux. How are they all doing? Oh my gosh. They're, they're doing so good. Um, they have branched out to other minds themselves and really working on their careers. And I'm, I'm so proud of all of them. Um, and I still get to chat with them occasionally, um, but nice. they're doing great. Well, I'm just curious your episode that we did about with, with um, Rachel, Christina and Alicia, it did so well, like, as I just mentioned in the intro, um, it's one of our top episodes and I'm just curious, what did your employers and colleagues think about it? Did What did they think about you know, the attention you received and the episode in general if they listened to it? I think it went better than all of us expected, <laughs> for uh -huh. sure. Um, and it was so well received and there was so much support behind it. You know, we got emails from the company saying, well, like, thank you so much for, for representing us and representing women in mining and women in mining Montana. Um, you know, it was sent out to a couple of different like local groups and stuff, uh, you know, circulated LinkedIn and Facebook and that. And mm -hmm. so it was super supportive. People were really encouraged and engaged. Um, and yeah, it was, it was really great and overwhelming, but awesome. <laughs> Did you ever see any actual progress like or change that came out of that? I know you once mentioned to me that um, you got the ear of your boss at one point. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, and so, you know, there wasn't huge leaps and bounds, right? Um, but I think there was bringing it to an attention was really good. Um, I think even since I've left the mine, I think there's been um, a bigger push for, you know, more availability for like women's PPE. And I know that they, with their women in mining Montana group have done um, great stuff at the mine as well, such as 
introducing, um, I believe they brought in like breastfeeding, like pods for underground, which is really oh, cool. Um, and great. some other stuff like that. So no, it's, it's really cool. Um, and just kind of getting that, like, Hey, this is something going on. And like, at least bringing it to recognition was really great. Breastfeeding pods. That's such huge progress. I would say. Yeah, no, they, and that, they did that after I left, but I was like, so happy to hear that when I, I was like, that's something. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Well, before we dive in, let's give our listeners like a little reminder about your background, because I know when we did the, ep- the last episode, we had four of you, so we didn't really get a chance to dig in on your history and everything. We want to hear about you. So how did you become interested in geology and mining? Oh, man, that's such a like tough question. I mean, so basically, long story short, uh, my dad owns a construction company. And so I've kind of always had that industrial backgrounds um and support for that kind of blue collar work um growing up and so I kind of wanted to be a geologist and my dad was like no he's like you're gonna be an engineer they they make more money and I'm Mm -hmm. like okay (laughs) so I went to school in Butte for geological engineering and if you haven't been to Butte Butte America before um it is a mining town and it's not always the prettiest place on the planet, but it it drags you into this whole mining spirit. It's it's an addictive kind of atmosphere. And so my first year of college, we went to an underground mine as part of our curriculum. Um, we have an underground mine on campus at Montana Tech. And yeah. I literally cried because I was like so nervous <laughs> and so oh scared. Um, of going, But once you got under there, just the way the light shines on the rocks and the fact that you are one of so many like few people to see this um it really it gets in your blood it's like kind of gold rush feeling um and I decided then that I was going to be in mining and that's how I kind of ended up (laughs) wow that's amazing so you were actually crying because you were scared I thought you were going to say you're crying because it was so beautiful (laughs) you were crying because you were scared it was terrifying they put us in these hard hats and these you know you you know typical mining wear, right? So you got the hard hats with the lights and the the belts with the self-rescuers and they're going over all these safety rules and you're going like underground and like a mine is not a natural cave, right? Like I've been caving before, but that's like mm-hmm. naturally formed. It's naturally pretty stable. A mine is something that humans have gone in and like excavated. And so you're trusting the engineering and stuff that goes into that. And mm-hmm. it was, uh, again, this is a school campus mine, right? <laughs> these are students doing this. Um, and it was terrifying, but amazing. And I, wow. I got hooked. <laughs> yeah, I would be scared. I'd be a little scared. <laughs> <But> <laughs> no, it came it out great. okay. <laughs> yes. Back. And so, but, and then you just decided to pursue it from there and, and you studied it. Okay. Something I'm curious about, and because I was, I was going back and I was reading through your, your information from our, the last time we did the episode. And I, that's why I put it in the intro that you were on the mining team at college. I think that is so interesting because I never heard of this, but I, I just recently found out um, from interviewing another guest that there's a tree, a logging team at her university. Oh, so cool. I guess I shouldn't be too surprised that there's a mining team at yours, but can you, what is that? Is it a competition? Yes. So it's a global competition. Um, it started after the Sunshine Fire um, in Idaho, and um, it's a global competition that brings in all the schools from around the, all the mining schools from around the world. Um, I believe it was Montana Tech. Missouri Rala and Colorado School of Mines. Don't quote me on that. That started it. Um, and it's just grown and grown and grown. So I actually joined it because the first competition year that I joined was in Australia. And I just wanted to go to Australia, <laughs> which yeah. was really cool. 
Um, but I, I fell in love with it and the people and the competition spirit. Um, my, my primary event was gold panning, not the most physical event, but I was uh -huh. pretty good at it. That's <laughs> um, fun. Yeah, it was great. But there's also, there's like a mucking competition where you have to like hand shovel it, you know, in a one ton ore car, um, and push it down the track. There's track building. Um, there's like Swede saw where you're like sawing like a, uh, wood, <laughs> you know, a piece of wood, um, and you know, doing that as fast as you can. And there's jack legging, which is kind of like old school, new school mining. Um, so the fastest one to drill two holes with that and a block of concrete. Tons of events, um, and it's it's a great thing. Butte Montana Tech is hosting it in 2024, so I'm excited to go watch as an alumni. I can't really imagine what it's like to be in the mines myself, but all the miners I know, Jessica, are women because that's. That's my audience, right? That's who I work with. I Love don't it. think I know any. I don't think I know any male miners, any men who are miners. But um, what is it like actually? Is it mostly? Is it sort of balanced, or is it mostly men still? Um, it's definitely as far as like the mining wise is definitely very male dominated still. Um, we do see you know a lot more women coming in as you know haul truck drivers. Um, of course you know on the STEM side with the engineering, the geology, that kind of stuff. Um, but I mean, the way that mining is advancing technologically, technologically, is that the right? Yeah, there we go. Um, I, you know, I think there's a big opportunity there and we're going to start seeing more and more women come into kind of that more really traditionally male dominated mining, actual mining space, um, just because, you know, the technology, it's easier on the human body, not just men and women, but the human body. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just, it's not something that, you really have to be a man to do anymore. You know, you don't mm -hmm. need that brute strength. It's a lot of finesse um, and knowing how to run the equipment and stuff. Yeah, I've been hearing the same thing uh, from the construction industry with robotics, exactly. all the advances in that technology. It's really taking away the need for that brute strength, you know, that's exactly. needed or, or height or, you know, just different things that not everyone shares body-wise. Exactly. So, okay, so Jess, in the time since we've last spoken, you've left the mining industry for the most part, for now. I mean, we're not saying you're never going back, but for now, you've, you've been up to some other things. You, I, I know this, because I follow you, of course, I follow you on LinkedIn, we still talk all the time, but I noticed you've authored articles, you've been creating so much content to spread the word about women in STEM, and now you've launched this company. So why don't you just give us a head, you know, just give us a summary of what you've been up to. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I have recently launched Mind Life Media, um, which is a freelance social media digital marketing agency um, focused on the mining and industrial space. I feel like that's a space that doesn't get a lot of attention or companies maybe don't put as much of a priority on utilizing social media, um, but it's such an important aspect these days for creating brand recognition. Community engagement is a big thing, you know, especially Mining companies have not always the greatest perception in the world. Um, so leveraging social media in an effective way to communicate with your communities um, is really important. So I started doing that. Um, I left the mine about a year and a half ago, shortly after I did the Juno Jones takeover. Um, on that was TikTok. awesome on TikTok. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, that kind of gave me gave me that little leap to be like, wow, I, I can really do this. So thank you for that confidence um, for doing that. And <laughs> we love that. <laughs> that well, I loved it too. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of where our where our focus is. We officially launched on August first, um, and where there's so much interest and 
excitement around it that I'm excited to see where it goes. So what gave you that push though? Like, What, what was really the moment where you decided, because I know you did the Juno Jones TikTok, as you just mm -hmm. mentioned, and you did such an amazing job on it. Um, I've also seen you, you have your own pages, of course, and you have stickers that got pretty popular. And I saw a lot of people you know, all over the internet using. So is that how you kind of decided to, to launch the media company? Yeah, so um, the stickers were kind of a, a fluke as well. <laughs> um, they they kind of got a lot more popular than I than I ever expected, and they're still doing great. I'm still doing that. I'm not releasing as many new designs as I once did, um, but it's still it's still so much fun. I love creating those hard hat stickers for people. I just created a one for my little brother. His like he works construction, um, uh -huh. and I created one for like his job site and his crew, which is really fun. Um, so I'm still doing that. Still doing custom logos and stuff with that. But I think it was a kind of a combination of just everything in my life culminating at once. So um, I was I was looking for other opportunities in the mining industry. And then I did the Juno Jones takeover. My sticker company was doing pretty well. Um, and then I was approached by the mining technology data company. Um, the owner sent me a message on LinkedIn. She's like, hey, do you want to come do new media for us? And I'm like, well, I'm like, I kind of don't want to be working where I'm at right now. Um, I kind of need a you need a break from the shift work and the working weekends and stuff like that. So I was like, sure, uh, we'll go ahead and do that. Um, and I did that, or I'm still doing that um, partially, but now I'm kind of doing it under this whole umbrella of Mind Life Media and being able to take those skills into and bring them to other companies that you know need a little bit of help or just don't have the time for social media or you know want to communicate more effectively. Well, I love that you really took the whole idea, ran with it, and created your own LLC, which is very inspiring for a lot of women um, that I talk to. They want to start their own companies, but they really don't know where, where to start. What would you? What would be like a tip from you to explain how to do that? Um, one thing that I've learned now, granted, the mining industry isn't going anywhere, but one thing that I've really learned is it's going to work or it's not, and it's going to take a lot of hard work. But you can't be so stressed about whether or not it's going to work. Mm -hmm. um, at least at least that's in my mind. Like, yeah. I know I have this fallback of always going back to the mining industry if I need to. So that's a very luxurious thing for me. But being able to kind of let that go a little bit um, is really nice. Now, granted, I don't have any employees. It's just me, you know. So like I said, that's a very much a luxury. But if you're able to, when you're starting your own company, put in the hard work. Like it's going to be a lot of hard work, but kind of let that go of like, we have to make this work because you can always pivot. You can always, you know, change it up somehow. Um, and something's always going to be around there. And there's always going to be those little, you know, people that help make it happen. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I know that's a very luxurious. No, um, I, 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 no, I can totally get what you're saying. And I've heard a lot of entrepreneurs say, successful entrepreneurs say like, if they had known how much they didn't know, and if they had known, um, you know, all that, how easy it would have been to fail, things like that, they might not have done it. So I think it's, as an entrepreneur, it's really a good idea to just not even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> I try really hard not to. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's better to focus on the positive, but I definitely get where you're coming from. Um, yeah. Well, Jess, you do all this stuff. You, you're so busy with, you know, all these different projects. Um, Plus, you know, all your experience in the mining industry, we're working it, a lot of hours doing that as well. But I know you also like to take the time to travel and explore the natural wonders, which is part of your geology interest. 
of course, very important to you. So how do you make that balance happen between work and play? Yeah, for sure. So for me, um, a lot of my personal branding and stuff is work, but it's also play. So I I really focus on geotourism and stuff. Um, and I do love to travel, but it's also by kind of creating and elbowing out this own space in the industry for myself, it allows me to kind of create that flexibility I want. Um, so I work full remote, which is unheard of in the mining industry. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, but that, that really allows me to travel and, and, you know, spending three weeks in Europe, working from Europe, you know, on a Greek island cruise coming up. So I'm super stoked yeah. about that. Um, but I think that's, that's kind of where the benefit is, is I've elbowed out the space and I'm able, because it's not something that's been totally done before, I'm able to kind of create this, like how I want it to look, you know, I still have time to make my sourdough. I still have time to travel. Um, and creating that work-life balance is so important so you don't get burnt out and stuff yeah it's not relying on somebody else's schedule <laughs> it's a really good point burnout no good burnout bad right <laughs> burnout is really bad <laughs> where can our listeners find you hire you get stickers learn more about mind life media Whew, man, everywhere is the, the correct answer. <laughs> um, no, so so I'm most active on LinkedIn. Um, you can find my personal page, connect with me, send me an invite, happy to do that. Um, I also have a Mind Life Media page now um, on LinkedIn, but we also have Instagram pages. We have websites. We have the Mind Life Media website. If you want stickers that can take you to the Mind Design Creations website, or you can just type in minddesigncreations.com. Um, we did just start Facebook because Meta requires you to have a Facebook page um, to like be able to do like a lot of the social media stuff, um, which isn't great. <laughs> but uh, so we do have Facebook there. We're not super active on it, but you'll see us on there. Um, Facebook is kind of dead marketing wise for my target audience anyways. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're everywhere. We're on X a little bit not mm -hmm. much um and threads now you know really keeping mm -hmm. up the hype um and also again <laughs> still still super active on tiktok but we're, we're that's more of my my fun take a break geotourism inspired platform what's the, tic what's the tiktok handle tiktok is mind life media llc okay cool yeah we're everywhere though <laughs> oh i know what i was gonna say i know i was, I was like what was okay. i gonna say i can't believe i forgot to mention this jess you uh, audience Jess is the person who designed our Hazard Girls podcasting community sticker with the badass women silhouettes on it. Just everyone. <laughs> yeah, that was so much fun. I love that. I still have the t-shirts and everything. <laughs> so popular. It's so popular. People love it. It gets at trade shows. It gets snatched up. Like, oh, fun. Well, Jessica Scanlon, ge geological engineer and owner of Mind Life Media. I'm so grateful to catch up with you, get you back on the Hazard Girls podcast. And I can't wait to work with you further in the future with Juno Jones. Yes. Thank you so much again for having me on. It's always such a pleasure. And I, of course, listen to all the podcast episodes. So um, all of your guests are always so inspiring and you yourself. So thank you for all the opportunities that you've given me and stuff as well. You have been listening to the Hazard Girls podcast on Jacket Media, sponsored by Juno Jones, the stylish safety boot company. That's junojonesshoes.com. And you can go there to learn about our steel toe boots and to join the Hazard Girls community. I'm your host, Emily Salaby. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.